say you are tuned into the Media Lounge Podcast. I am your host, Celine, and on today's show, we are joined by the beautiful and very talented Hollywood actress, Jamie Bernadette. Welcome to the podcast, Jamie. Where are you dialing in from today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm dialing in from Los Angeles, California. Perfect. And what is the weather like over there today? Sunny as usual. It's usually <laughs> sunny. <laughs> yes, I love it, and I'm so jealous. Listeners, Jamie is here to talk about her latest film, The Furnace. But before we dive in, Jamie, I recently learned that you are actually from Kankakee, Illinois, so you are definitely no foreigner to our weather over here, and I am in Chicago. <laughs> Oh, right. wow, you're in Chicago. I am, I am. Jamie, what was it like being raised here in Illinois for you? I mean, I loved it. I had a great time. I have a really big family. I'm the youngest of nine kids, so it was never boring. I, you know, no. um, I always had company. And, um, yeah, I love going back home. I just cherish every moment, and I love the town. Everyone's really friendly, I love the yeah. Midwest. Perfect. So you still make your way down here, huh? Yes. Mm-hmm. Most of my family is still there. Oh, okay. Interesting. And do you miss the weather at all? You know what? I do miss the change of seasons. I mean, acting, though, I'm kind of all over the place. I do go to other right. states and countries and stuff like that. So I'm fortunate enough to be able to do that. But I do miss the change of seasons when I've been in L.A. for a little while, like, and there's no change. It's just always sunny, so. Yes, <laughs> um, yes. I mean, yeah. I can't understand that. That's something that I can definitely get used to. <laughs> <laughs> but, and Jamie, so you're in California. Give us a little background on how you got involved in acting and when you knew you wanted to pursue acting. Well, I was always um, watching films and things like that and acting them out when I was a child. So like I became obsessed with the nightmare on Elm street and I probably the original one they would play on television. I probably watched that film 40 times. I knew the the scenes, the lines, I would always act them out. So I think it was always in me. Um, So yeah, when it was came time to decide what I want to do with my life, I just packed my car up. I literally had $600 in my pocket and I wow. drove by myself, yeah, out to Los Angeles. Wow. You definitely took a leap of faith. Now, Jamie, let's talk about your leading role in Oscar-nominated director Daryl Root's latest film, The Furnace. Give us the synopsis of that film, if you will. Yeah, it's... Um it's about a woman, a, a runner. She's a recreational runner, and she and her husband plan to do a ultra marathon in Africa together. Um, but then they have a car accident, and he um, passes away in the accident, and she loses the use of one of her lungs. So she's very, um, in a, you know, suffering through a lot of grief and, um, you know, having trouble basically moving on with her life. So she uh, meets this doctor who happens to be from Africa, and he trains her up. So what happens when the lung, um, when there's only one lung, the other lung will expand in the chest cavity to compensate. 
So the other doctors told her, you'll never run again, and basically there's no hope for you. But she meets this other doctor who trains her up. She ends up running again, and then she decides to do that ultra marathon that she's supposed to do with her husband. She decides to do it on her own. So how challenging was this physically to play this role? Is this something that you were prepared for? Are you like, do you work out every day? And you said, you know, this is, I, I, I got this. I can do this. Yeah, I mean, I do work out regularly, um, and I definitely started running more when I got the role. Um, but still, though, I there were days, you know, we'd do 12-hour shoot days, and there were days where I would run, like, pretty constantly all day, um, take after take, you know, lots of running. I, I was very sore. So despite me being physically fit, It was still a great challenge. And, I mean, and we're talking, like, heat. Whew. I mean, very, very hot. And, I mean, there really were wild animals around and two and things like that. Like, one time they were in a helicopter filming me from the helicopter. And it was, like, me and one other guy on the ground who would kind of hide Mm -hmm. in between scenes and take care of me and stuff. But I was like, if a wild animal attacked me right now, like, no one could do anything. (laughs) So I felt like I felt like I did the marathon by the end of the film. Like the producer was like, "We should have put one of those things on your shoe to log your miles that you that you ran." Wow, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm still laughing about. I can just imagine a wild animal chasing you. I mean, that would be probably the fastest that you would ever see Jamie run, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) And was this film emotionally demanding for you in any way? It was the most emotionally demanding film I've ever done. Like, hands down. And and why is that? I mean, I I can understand the physical challenge in making the movie simply because you're playing the role of a runner so that's understandable but why was this emotionally challenging because you know the character is in a state of deep deep sorrow sorrow and so in like depression so she has to carry that with her and it has to be believable And then there's total times where she completely breaks down in the script, not to mention I'm having to think about my breathing and we're jumping all over the script. Like the, the breathing had to slowly get better and better throughout the film, but yet we're jumping Mm. chronologically in the script. So on top of being emotional, I have to think about my breathing and you know what I mean? Um, But to get to that place and have it be believable, like I had to draw on, I, I would draw on things before we would start shooting to bring that emotion out on me in me. And then when we would shoot, then I would be in the character in that moment. But to get where, to where I had to be emotionally when we were about to shoot, that is incredibly um, challenging. And it can take quite an emotional toll on an actor. Yes, I I can definitely see that. And this is from what I understand, and keep me honest here, but is this a faith-based film as well? It is, Mm -hmm. but it it doesn't – yeah, I think anyone can enjoy the film. It's not one of those that's, like, shoving 
you know, God mm-hmm. or religion down yeah. your throat constantly. It's, I think, like, everybody has seen this film, even if they're not religious. They're like, oh, my gosh, right. it touched me. I was crying my eyes out. So I think it can yeah. speak to everyone because I think it's, most everyone has had a loss, some kind of loss in their life. Absolutely. So they can, right. yeah, so they can relate to this story. Yeah. Mm. And let me tell you, I am all for faith-based films. I love them because there's, you always come out of there feeling better, if you will. You know, there's something that just gives you that sense of everything will be okay and just is inspiring in some form or another. So I'm all for faith-based films. <laughs> oh, great. Now, me too. Yeah. Right? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> they only can do us good, right? <laughs> so right. Amy, this film filmed in South Africa? It was. Mm-hmm. It was. And now I know that you and I were corresponding back and forth trying to schedule the right time for us to chat and come on the podcast. And you had mentioned on when I proposed sometime that you may be in South Africa now, was this going to be for the premiere of the project or was it totally something unrelated? Um, different work things, one of them being um, the the furnace is in theaters right now there in South Africa. And nice. what they're also doing is they're doing like a traveling theater and they're taking the movie to villages that don't have a theater and showing the film. So I want to come there for some of those. Oh, how exciting. That is super exciting. You know, mm-hmm. when will you be making your way to South Africa? Um. I'm estimating I'm finishing up some things now, but I should leave in maybe about nine days, I'm thinking. Okay. Okay. Yeah, being an actor, we, (laughs) yeah, being an actor, we can't book anything until it's last minute because we always, we might book something any day and then be flying somewhere else to shoot, so. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I can see that. And uh, Jamie, Before we wrap up, what do you want the viewers to gain from this movie? I would love it to, you know, inspire people and give them hope, people who have lost hope or who who have suffered a great loss or tragedy in their lives and have it touch them and, and motivate them again that there is life left after after something traumatic like that. Jamie, you've worked alongside Ice-T, Johnny Depp, and Kevin Bacon, to name a few. Who is someone that you have always dreamed of working with and hope to get the opportunity to do so? Uh, I would love to work with Kate Winslet, actually. (laughs) I mean, she's just an incredible talent. She's so amazing. But, yeah, there's a lot of them, but, yeah, she's one of them. Yes, and I did have the pleasure of meeting her, actually. We were filming, and I was just a background actress at that point, but we were Mm. filming, was it Divergent, I believe it was? Beautiful Mm. person, beautiful, just as beautiful as she looks on the outside. So, yes, I did have the pleasure of meeting her. Wow. (laughs) Yes, I I, I love to tell everyone that story. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely. So what can we expect to see from you in 2020, Jamie? Well, I have several films coming out. Um, They're on the way. 
looking to be possibly pretty back-to-back, so we'll see, you know, waiting on release dates. And in the works, I have um, three films I'm working on producing, uh, roles that I really, really want to play. Yeah, so um, not too much I can talk about, though. Um, Okay. Just yet, but, you know, yeah, Daryl Root, the director of The Furnace, and I are um, uh, looking to work together again. Um, nice. so I'm really excited about that. I love that. I love that. And where can the listeners follow you and follow your work? Where on social media can they find you? I'm uh, pretty active on Instagram. It's like a hobby of mine, photography and traveling. <laughs> so. I get into that. Um, I'm at, it's at Jamie Bernadette. It's spelled just like my name, and it's a verified account, so there's some fan accounts. So it's a verified, so people will know which one is me. And um, I'm on Twitter, um, Jamie Bernadette, uh, same thing, but the E off the end of my name. Also okay. verified if anyone's confused, yeah. And then I'm on Facebook. I'm, I have an open account there. Everything I post is public. You can follow me on there as well. Perfect. Love it. And, Jamie, I have to tell you, has anyone ever told you that you look like Katie Holmes? Yes, I have gotten that. (laughs) I was showing my husband your picture, and he's like, she looks just like Katie Holmes. I said, that's what I said. She's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Jamie, thank you so much for your time today and we love having you here on the media lounge podcast here you have it listeners the real deal jamie bernadette please continue to follow her her projects and her works and read more about her on her website themedialounge.com until next time ciao thank you jamie thank you. have a great great weekend <laughs> bye-bye you too thank you so much thank you okay, bye bye all right bye Thank you.